awesome people i hope you all having an awesome day as you've probably seen from the title i have a guest with me today and we'll be talking about um eco anxiety and a little bit of debate and something about like earth day so because we haven't met before and we're doing this over zoom so this episode might be a little bit long and the heroza has her cousins over so there are a little bit of background noise so i hope it won't be too disturbing and it won't be that big of a problem so i'm here with zahira on zoom today and so would you like to introduce yourself hi yes um hi my name is nuzahira i am 13 years old and i am from malaysia okay so today um we'll just have like a casual conversation over zoom about earth day <laughs> yeah. and so earth day just happened recently i think and so how did you celebrate it in malaysia well um, i was actually <laughs> i was actually uh, at okay i was actually at school during the time so i was actually just busy with um school so i didn't actually my school didn't organize any events during earth day but Uh, I really wish they did but if I were at home I think some of the things that we we'll do for every day are maybe I would try to recycle or um do some activities for the environment along with my family maybe I will try to recycle some of my things or do some art crafts um maybe I might might make a flower vase out of a bottle something and like then maybe yeah how about you um For me I think like Earth Day is something not like celebrated for a day. It should be like something we get a habit into like just protecting the earth and being sustainable and all that. So for me I think uh, my the mother side of my so um the maternal side my mom and her sisters they like to recycle a lot. So oh, so we do do that and we like trade like clothes and do arts and crafts and all that. So yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That is really cool. Yes. Yeah, so <coughs> um is there any part of like Earth Day um that you're very passionate about or like something you really want to change? Maybe the da- daily activities we do like um you know um a lot of the uh, daily activities that um people normalize you um usually are very bad for the environment such as you know the uses of um too many public uh too many um transportations that could contribute to global warming um i hope to i hope to fight for global warming because i think that is very a very um big impact to this world um <clears throat> so i want to try to educate people to um stop um stop normalizing the activities that could contribute to uh, global warming yeah and i agree with you because like we're young and we still have time to live and i don't want to grow up in a world where it's really hot or like um the climate is not suitable for us and the animals don't like it or it's, oh, yeah yeah so i think like it's not only for young people but our parents and for our future generation we also need to help protect the earth because like it's it's getting too hot and i think a lot of people have noticed that like if the earth keeps the temperature keeps rising at this rate it would the earth would get really too hot and it won't and like yeah. actually won't be able to live and all that 
So something I really like to talk about is like um climate anxiety and maybe like environmental anxiety. So basically just um anxiety or like nervousness relating to um the topic of like climate change and like global warming. Because I've had a few friends and I know people who have been like impacted by this like this problem. So I'm wondering if you have any thoughts on that or if you have any friends like personally impacted by that problem. Well, um, friends really talk about, I really talk about um, global warming and climate change with my friends, but um, <clears throat> I can definitely tell most of us are very scared um, since we are still very little and we haven't even, um, we are the next generation and you know, I mean, what if we are the next generation and we are living in a very bad environment with a very hot environment and we are the ones who the whole world will be depending on. So I think, you know, I think uh, most of my friends are definitely scared for the, scared about climate and um, yeah, I think they are. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's really normal for us to be scared because if we're not scared, there is a problem because I mean, it's the whole earth and if, because like, it's pretty unlikely that we would find another planet for us to live on, like, in exactly. the future, like, near future, but, so we really have to work on protecting this earth, and so I've had a lot of friends who think that they're too low to actually do any, like, make any change, but they would really want to contribute. And so is there anything you would like to say to those people and to and how they can like reduce their anxiety regarding to this topic? I think we should all um, ask the, gener uh, the younger generation, we should all uh, stand, stand together and you know, find a solution to this. So um, you know, we, are, we all have anxiety for the earth. I mean, I have anxiety, we all have anxiety, even the, um, the older generation are having anxiety on how we can prevent um, this issue. But um, I think some of the things that we can do are maybe we could start clubs or we can, yeah, we can start clubs so we are not normal. We are normalized with, uh, about talking about um, climate change and global warming. So maybe we should all start. Um, I think the the older generation should um, give more um, uh, education towards the younger generation, so we can be more familiar with the with this topic. Um. So for me, um, I think education is really important, of course, because without education, you can't really like you need to teach the younger generation and. If when you teach them, they a lot of them like of course not all of them would find like a passion in for like the environment or really like care about it. But then we hope that more people would care about it because a lot of them might choose careers, um, like relating to the environment and the climate and help change like help the climate and all that. I also feel like um you know when we um when we educate uh people. Uh, especially the younger generation, they will um they will grow a feeling of a sense of nervousness and anxiety, and I think that's a good thing because then I am um, hopefully they will st um start to care more about the environment and try to implement the ways uh things that could avoid um the the environment.
How do uh, to avoid uh, global warming? I mean. Yeah. So I think you're definitely right. I think anxiety and depression they're not they're definitely not the most um the best thing in the world, but a suitable amount of it can really help someone and can really motivate them to do things. Like stress, we've all been anxious and been nervous. In a suitable amount, it really does help. But for some people, having too much of it, it can lead to like some behavioral problems, and they can feel really down and sad just from the stress. Well, I feel like okay. Um, you know, maybe education should also, um, you know, we could we should design education to be a lot more. Fun and less serious, um, because of course, um, global warming and climate change is a serious topic. But I think we could make it a little bit more fun when we try making some activities, so it doesn't seem too negative. Yeah, like, yeah, just just yeah, just more like a lot more fun because you don't want to like go to a kindergarten and tell kids like the earth is slowly dying when you get to yeah. 20 when you're 20 the earth will likely be blown up to pieces you're gonna die like of course they're not gonna be happy when they hear that so by um giving them like activities to do and especially for like um kids like us and like primary and secondary we don't want to just sit and like watch someone present and then give us like loads and loads of articles about the earth i know yeah, so we really want to have some like fun activities to actually get us interested in the topic and not just read books and do research and write and write and write. Yeah, I definitely think that um, the education towards uh, global warming and climate change can be a lot more fun. Uh, since we're talking about climate change, I want to know what is your opinion on Greta? Do you know? Oh, yeah, Greta. Yeah, I know her. Yeah. Um. So she... I know a lot of people like her and not like her. I don't really know that much about her, but um, my school and my primary school, we do like talk about her. And I think, oh. yeah, I think she's doing like a good thing. Like um, the, the, uh, the protests or the, uh, I think it's yeah, every Yeah, she comes yeah. and not goes to school. And I think, um, I think it was a few years ago when she started and, the world hasn't seen something like dif- that different before, like a young kid um, coming out and not going to school and just sitting down with a sign. So, of course, um, it did inspire a lot of people. But I think things have changed now and what she is doing is not enough. Of course, uh, what she's doing is good and she does a lot more than the average person. But if she does want to like make change, the school strikes now, they don't gain a lot of, like, attention. Like, not that much anymore, I feel like. I feel like it's um, always those few people. And also with COVID, it's harder for some people to actually, like, protest or to actually make change. Uh, I agree with your opinion, actually. Um, I do think that... Yeah, I do think that I love what she's doing. And I think that what she's doing is way more amazing than what we... um than What the average person is doing right now. And because... She's effective enough you know she has been doing this for years but you know much i'm just um just um protesting every friday isn't as isn't too effective but now um as i've been exploring and learning more about her i have um seen she's been like going on ships and 
I don't know. She's been testing out um the things that are happening at the season and stuff. I think that is very very inspirational. Yeah, I do agree. Like it's not effective enough because now I think she's on like strike two hundred and something, and people are just yeah. yeah. But I really do not agree with the people who are hating on her. I think I mean what she's doing is really good compared to what they are doing. Um, I hope she continues what she's doing, and I hope she expands what she's doing. Okay, uh, wait, I actually feel like, you know, um, I really like the idea of school clubs and curriculums. I think that is like a really nice way for students to invest in what they, in uh, their dreams. Yeah, I think um, school clubs and those are really, really cool and really a really nice way for like students to learn more. And so are you interested in starting one or does your school already have one? Sadly, my school doesn't have one, um, but I really want to start like setting as clubs uh, within my school. I'm hoping that I could like um, convince my batchmates to um, strive and you know create a new mindset in the school. Um, but I'm very quiet, so I'm I'm still thinking on how on how I can do it. But um, no, my school doesn't have this um an earth club, but um. If my school did have an earth club, I think some of the activities that I would really want to do are, um, I would definitely want to start debating um, amongst that club. Maybe like talk about some things such as maybe maybe something start some things about smoking, and maybe designing some posters and collecting some money stuff like that. What about you? What do you think we should do? Yeah, um, for me, I'm also really quiet in school, so I don't talk a lot. And for like introverted, I guess, students like us, sometimes it's hard to like actually like get the courage to like raise your hand and to give ideas like that. Exactly. So yeah, that's yeah. why I made this account and made a podcast is to like actually get things off my chest and to actually talk about what I'm feeling without having to actually talk to someone about it. So it's I amazing think, how uh, yeah it's amazing how introverts are very very like very quiet at school but they can jump they are very very um they are they have the courage to go out um online um uh, with the whole world I I really hope that one day you know introverts can um gain the courage and uh lead the world I think we can you know yeah I. I, I do think like everyone, introverts and extroverts, we do need to talk about things. And some people might talk to others like in face to face. And I like to talk to someone like I pretend to be having conversation through podcasts. So like that's what I do and I enjoy it. And I'm I really like your account and all you're doing and your design and the graphic design on your account. So I think that's really cool. Thank you. Okay, so um, back to the topic of like school clubs and just what other things do you think we can do to um, raise awareness uh, about climate change and to actually try help like for students like us? Um, yeah, wait. Um... What about you? Um, what club are you in in your school? I'm not in a lot of clubs because I used to join a few. I used to join like a debate club. I joined a lot in primary. I think I was in like, um, I was in like the student committee for four years. But then 
when I went to my secondary, I got like a little tired of like um being in like house council or something like that. So I stopped. Wow. I'm thinking of rejoining because I got a little I got I t- I started talking less when I um around year seven or year eight. So I don't talk that much anymore. And sometimes I don't really want to talk to people. So I don't really join a lot of clubs. But what other clubs do you join? Um well for my curriculum school curriculum um design uh we have like three we have like a school uniform which uh for me i am part of the girl scouts and we have a cl- uh, the club and uh, sports so for the sports i am in the archery club um and for the club i am in the debating club um this is my first time joining the debating club and i have very very little um information so do you have any um do you have anything that you would um, want to let someone know who someone who just joined a debating club because i really need something yeah i remember you were asking me about debates and i did um join a few like inter school uh debating competitions like with other schools in hong kong and in primary and for me uh i think the most important thing is there are is to know that there are people who are better at like writing and thinking and they might not be as good at like good at talking and uh other people might be the opposite so we really need like a, a balanced amount of like skills through a group and in the team so I think uh, for me I can write and I can like plan but I it was really hard for me to talk from like 100 or 200 people and it was educators and the judges and teachers so that was a little hard for me but I would suggest to not just don't worry that much about the confidence part because um, you can practice, practice in front of mirror, in front of your cousins, or like with your family. But um, it does come naturally when you practice enough with experience and all that. Your confidence does increase as you go and as you keep debating. Your confidence would, you would be more confident to talk in front of people. And to and my other tip is to just not care so much about the other team like care about what they're okay. saying but don't care about don't care about how tall they are or like um how intimidating they look um just care oh. about what they're talking because um when I was in primary I remember I was short and my whole team was short all three of us was really short and the first second and third speaker on the other team was from like a boys school and they were all like so much taller than us and um, so this is also a part of like being confident and to not get intimidated by the other team. And because when you like shy away from their problems and shy away from what they're saying and not uh, not talk about like and not uh, rebut against their arguments, then it's not debate. And so, yeah, so those are like the few tips I would suggest for someone who just started and just from my experience. Oh. Thank you. Um, I'm, I'm really curious to know how a debating competition would look like. What do you have to do during, um, what, what happens? What is the, um, the situation that is uh, to expect, be expected during a debating competition? 
Um, so for me, uh, there are like formals and informal ones. So for the formal ones in Hong Kong, I remember there's a first, second, and third speaker on all three teams. And so there's an adjudicator. Uh, she or he's the one, uh, they're the ones to like um, judge and they'll just sit in front of you and the audience will be behind uh, the adjudicator. And so there are two teams, like one on the left and one on the right. And between them would be like a table where someone would like time. And so I think it was like, um, it's uh, three minutes. It really depends. I think it's three minutes, but um, you basically uh, get, when you, when you talk, you can like bring cue cards or whatever, but I won't suggest writing a lot probably just writing a few points so you don't like stick your head and like just look at the cue cards the entire time and to actually um, face the audience but it's just um they would uh when you get to um two minutes flirty i think they would ring the bell once and when you get to three minutes they'll ring the bell once and oh, when yeah. it goes to three minutes uh 15 or three minutes 30 um you would get uh stopped immediately if you don't finish so um, that's like, I think it goes like first speaker on one team and then the other team and then second and then third. So the first speaker would just introduce and all that. They would introduce the topic and then they would have like an argument. But the first speaker uh, don't always have rebuttals or that kind of stuff because the other team has, hadn't spoken yet. But the second and third one would have rebuttals yeah. and um, there's also like a team, a team line. Um, I think it's called a team line. Don't remember. It's uh like this house believes that blah 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 the topic, and you can like uh explain why, and then you would go on to usually rebut against other team, and then there will be an argument, and sometimes a conclusion. Oh wow, very interesting. Do you guys get the topic like the day itself, or do you guys get it like way before? Um, for me, uh, it was like a uh, there are like a lot of competition, uh, a, a lot of competitions the school signed up for in my primary primary school. So they would give like, um, I think they would tell us like a month in advance about the topics and who we're facing off against. But if we're in tournaments, uh, if we're in tournaments, we would have time to um like prepare but then we would have to go against like four uh four schools and there might be like 20 schools in total so that's a little stressful but yeah I remember uh the latest I've gotten like the topic is like I think I got one like two days before the competition so it was a little rushed but like me and my team we had time in school to just plan out everything and like doing uh, do it during break and lunch and our teacher was also really, like, really, really nice and really hardworking. And they, um, and my teacher also did, he helped me a lot with, like, the, all the debating things. So how about you? How's your debating life so far? Mm, well, actually, um, well, I just joined the debating club just a few months ago. Um, and because um, so far, I've only been at school one month this year. So uh, we haven't done anything at all. Um, we haven't even, I haven't never even met the teachers and the students yet. So I have very, very little, I have no idea what I'm to expect, expect for. Um, but some of the things that I have been doing for preparation uh, to debate are 
I sometimes try to watch videos and um, videos of people debating and tips on how we can debate. Um, but I, I feel I think it's very intimidating. Um, I think that debating is very competitive. I see very, very, very marvelous students um, debate and they use very, very advanced vocabulary. So do you think that debating um, requires very advanced vocabulary? Um, my, English, my English is not very good. My English is not good uh, compared to my friends. So um, vocabulary, it has been like a slight problem. Like I've sometimes I think my vocabulary is not good enough. But um, from what I've been like from our conversation, I think you'll do fine. Like your vocabulary won't be a problem. And um, you've been talking to me for like three minutes now. And what's and your ideas are really good. And I think you will, I think you'll do very well if um, you have to debate someone. And for me, the biggest challenge is always because debating is such like, um, it's kind of like a sport. It's really competitive and it's, and it goes really fast. So the other team is like saying a few points and you have to immediately write rebuttals. And sometimes we'd have like, we'd like guess what the other team would talk about. And then you can like prepare rebuttals and, so when they actually do mention it, you just take the cue card. So that's what I've been doing. So I think you'll do really well when you actually start debating. Oh, thank you. Um, do you sometimes uh, start feeling a little bit, um, do you sometimes doubt your points because um, other people's points are getting better and you start slowly changing your mind and changing your um your point of view doing a debate have you ever experienced that yeah because debating one thing hard about it is you you might be debating for a point you don't actually agree in you might be like oh like uh for like a simple debate like cats are better than dogs you might think dogs are better but you might be debating for cats are better than dogs so you would always have to think um about like in that uh in that view, in that perspective, and that's always hard. So sometimes it's it's normal to doubt your point of view and your points, and because your argument, you might feel like your argument is not as good as the other teams. So there's a lot of like thinking. There's a, you can prepare a lot like before the debate, but there's also a lot of like preparation, and there's a lot of thinking during the competition. Oh, okay. Um, are there any like debating topics that you, even you, do not know what you support, uh, what you stand for? Because, yeah. Um, the hardest one I've done was on food trucks. Um, that was against like oh. a rule. That was really difficult because it was like, should food trucks, like, are they, are they legal or illegal or something like that? Just, there was like a side that food trucks are kind of good and a good thing. But so that one was uh, what makes debate fun is the topic has to be like you have to have like points for both sides. It can't be like um are are like big tables better than smaller tables because obviously people want big tables. But like um food trucks, there are good and positive and negative sides. So that's what um debating is all about, and that's what makes um the earth day thing so fun because a lot of 
a lot of problems um relating to like the climate and earth has both a negative and positive side so there's a lot of debating involved in that and it's the same with like mental health there's also positive and negative sides and for me um mental health is also a really hard thing to talk about and so do you oh, have I see. topics that you find hard uh, to talk about mm, well you know the, the, um the very popular uh, debating topics uh, have really been to uh, get me very very um um clueless on which one I should abortion and there are things that I do not agree with abortion um religions are very very controversial um in this in the world today um and so many more um but I think abortion um mostly is very very um controversial and I really I really do not know which one I stand for. I think I stand for both um, because there are some things that I agree with and there are some things that I do not agree with. Yeah, because that's what... How about we try debating? How about we what? Uh, 247. How about we try... Uh, no, uh, don't worry. I just continue what we're going to say. Okay, okay. You, okay you want to try maybe debating about something uh, related to uh, Earth Day? Earth Day. Maybe not debate. Like, maybe let's try to discuss something yeah. controversial but about earth about the environment okay well yesterday i was searching on some debating topics and i found one that was really interesting it was um should should smoking and vaping be illegal um so what do you think i think uh for i think most people of course they would want it to be illegal because uh, smoking and vaping, the negative effects outweigh the positive effects, and and a lot of people they struggle to like get off an addiction um from smoking and vaping, and if they if smoking and um vaping is illegal, then that might help with um getting people off the addiction. Okay, how about you? What do you think about like smoking and vaping? Um, well, I definitely think that um, uh, vaping and smoking are very, very bad because it, um, it contributes to negative effects for both the environment and for our health. Um, but, you know, a lot of people are addicted to it and it's really hard to convince them to make it illegal because they would, um, it would definitely cause um, a lot of controversy. But um, if possible, I definitely want to make it illegal. But maybe there is another side of smoking and, and vaping that shouldn't be illegal. It's maybe something that I do not know yet. Yeah. Um, I think uh, the other side could argue that vaping and smoking, it's their choice. It's their health that they are impacting and that they should have the choice if they want to destroy their health because they feel better like mentally it might worsen their like physical health but they might feel better like, they might feel really happy afterwards so they might like talk about that but at the same time like a lot of people they don't get a choice on whether to smoke or not because I, I mean I'm sorry um, I mean like a lot of people they might get exposed to secondhand like smoke secondhand vape and like smoking if you just like go um around hong kong there's a lot of smoke and a lot of pollution 
so a lot of people might get not get a choice and because we just want to like go out and go shopping if a person wants to do that they might get exposed to a lot of harmful chemicals and so there's like I think there's both sides to this topic yeah but if possible I definitely want to like just ban it completely because it's definitely very very bad for everyone and and I hate to see many people um struggling and um having their health to be damaged because of smoke. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's really hard to convince the so, world right now. So um this topic is I think it's definitely easier to argue for the uh ban it side, like ban smoking because there's a lot more negative effects. But um addiction is a hard thing to get over. And so yeah. it is it would take a lot of time to actually um, make that happen across the world to just make it illegal. Maybe we could maybe um like something that a lot of people are trying to do to like um maybe we could try to like, use the same idea smoking but people can still smoke but at the same time it doesn't create damage for their health and for the environment. I think that's something that we should try to do. Maybe yeah maybe we should uh, with technology we can create something where people have the ability to smoke which just gives them the same pleasure as when they can smoke but at the same time it doesn't damage it what do you think we can yeah, do i think uh giving a person the pleasure to smoke when they don't have to smoke is like taking pills i guess because taking pills um it feels great it feels great to take pills but you then effects are not as bad as smoking if you take them like a suitable if you take suitable amount and prescribed by like a professional a medical professional so I think um like with technology and medicine it could really help and get a lot of people um feeling great about themselves and having the same pleasure with like smoking but afterwards we I think afterwards they might really need to like slow down and to take less of the meds and to just rely on themselves and not rely on the chemicals oh yeah what else can we talk about do you want to just talk about uh, i think we have time for one more topic and then we can end it if it's okay oh okay oh how about we talk about mental health since we are both interested and we are both uh, both of our accounts are based on mental health. Uh, maybe we could talk about um, which mental health do you want to talk about? I want. I think um a very important part of like mental health that I want to talk about is like mental health in different cultures and like mental health in different countries oh. because I don't really know how like um how it is in Malaysia and um I want to know like if mental health is like a huge thing or if it's not as important. So how's oh, okay. it? Um, well, mental health in Malaysia, um, uh, Malaysians definitely do have mental health, um, do struggle through mental health. I think it's mainly because of school because the education system is pretty competitive in Malaysia compared to like the countries in the US maybe. Um, um, like um, I feel like 
exams are definitely play a huge role and um, university, which causes a lot of people in Malaysia to have mental health. And I don't, I feel like the government hasn't been doing a great job in um, stabilizing uh, Malaysians' mental health. So I think that is how the situation is like in Malaysia. What about you in Hong Kong? Um. In Hong Kong, uh, because I go to an international school, so um, I don't. I think the mental health here is pretty good, but I, I think there. Um, I think worldwide mental health is becoming a more like a something a lot of people are willing to talk about versus like yeah. maybe a few decades ago. So that's a good thing because a lot of people think because physical health um it's visible you can see it but then mental health in a lot of situations it's invisible and there's a lot of people that there's a lot of misconceptions around this topic and people might not understand what it's like to struggle with mental health so it's it's good that mental health is an issue where more people are now um having more education uh, surrounding mental health yeah I agree I feel like um, but I am quite grateful that my school does have a um, a counselor, um, a, a counselor, a counseling. Um, so she um, she does check on the students a lot. Um, we are given a test pretty frequently every year um, to test our mental health, and if our mental health isn't so good, the is it called the counselor or is it the counseling teacher? I don't know. You would go call the teacher. I uh, would call call the student and ask them how they are doing. I have went to do, huh? Yeah, I, I I have met the I have went to see the counseling teacher a few times, and I feel like it is pretty good. Um, it's definitely not too effective, but uh, I am grateful that that's um the teacher does sort of care about our um our mental health, and she, and she once told me not to really uh pressure pressure myself too much because of school. So yeah, I, I think. Um, but I feel like- yeah, I think that's really important as to like, um, like a teacher. They because we spend so much time in school, like half of our like um, half of our day nearly in school, and so we spend a lot of time with teachers and teaching their subject in uh is really important. But to just um. We can all, uh, students can always tell if they put a lot of effort into their teaching. And so that's really important. And um, I'm interested, how does the um the test look like? As in like the test um, on how your mental health is at the moment, like that one you just mentioned. Um, well, they give out like about 50 questions and um, they would ask questions, for example, like, um, like maybe they would ask, for example, how, um, when was the last time you cried? And then like the options would be, um, like, uh, uh, maybe they would ask something like, um, how often do you cry? And then the options would be very often, somewhat often, um, and so on. Uh, those that's kind of like how the test looks like, but, um, yeah, that's what it looks like. Um, so I think that would be it for today's episode. And so thank you, Zahira, for um, t- 
talking to me and for sharing your experience with climate change and Earth Day and climate anxiety. And I really enjoyed um talking about debate with you. Okay, so um as usual, before we end this, I would like to remind you to please reach out for help. And please talk to a trusted adult if you're feeling down or unwell. You can also call crisis hotlines. And if you're in an emergency, please call your local emergency services. Of course, you can talk to me for a chat or for some teenage advice. But I am not a, pro- not a professional and I am not trained. So I would suggest talking to an adult or a professional in this area first. Please do not hesitate to seek help. Before we finish this episode, I would like to say thank you for listening and that you can contact me at my link tree. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, it is in my about and you can easily find out my Instagram bio. So please contact me there for any suggestions. So I hope this helps. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you listen to my other episodes and I hope you have an awesome day. Bye.